Dimp Digital presents Idle Game Chat. Hello, Apps here from Dimp Digital, and welcome to Idle Game Chat. This is the weekly video games podcast where we give our impressions of the video games that you can play today and react to the latest news from the wonderful world of video games. We are here every Monday on your favourite podcast app and YouTube, absolutely free. I'm joined by the former Dimp Digital Gaming Quiz Champion, it's Pac-Man himself, it's Tom Adcock. How's it going? Yeah, I'm good, mate. How are you? Yep, not too bad. Getting hot in this room, but that's the trouble with these offices. All this electrical stuff going on only takes half hour, and then it's like, way too hot but we'll work through it <clears throat> i didn't get a water either that's a disaster waiting to happen so that's going to be croakville for the entire episode might be a short one so we might get away with it but this week we're going to take a look at greedfall give that a bit of a grilling and then you're going to chat about some of your experiences on gta online in 2020 unbelievable so we'll see how that goes what is keeping people engaged all these years later sort of knocking on the door of seven years now, which is madness. But as usual, before we kick off, got to let you know that if you enjoy Idle Game Chat, make sure you tell all the mates that you've got that play video games. And even if they don't, I think a lot of people are just finding the chat quite therapeutic in this life. So definitely tell anyone. And then if they don't like it, it's fine because they can listen for free and then bin it. But if you want to support the show and sort of get yourself above you know, the, the, the riffraff and whatnot, you can head over to patreon.com forward slash idle game chat and you can become one of our special patrons there. Um, if you don't want to or you can't be bothered, I'd say no bother, but really you should try and fork out a little bit to help this run because it's, it's time and money now that it's starting to take its toll on us. So, um, But if you can't, thanks for listening, I guess, at the end of the day. Getting a little bit bitter with these freeloaders now, if I'm honest. Sort of a few weeks into Mate, this. I'm getting my garden done. I need that income. True. I need those, those bucks. Got bills to pay. Come on, guys. Absolutely. Let's do Greedful first. So, yeah. I bet you have no idea what this is. No. Mm-hmm. I just looked it on Wikipedia. Cool. You tell me what Wikipedia says, it. and then I'll tell you whether that's accurate, because Wikipedia is <coughs> sometimes a bit funny. Wikipedia says Greedfall is an action role-playing game. It's developed by Spiders. <laughs> yeah. i heard of them. Yeah. And published by Focus House Interactive. The game is set in the 17th century. It's a styled fantasy setting yeah. and was released for Microsoft Windows, PlayStation 4, and Xbox One on September 10th, 2019. And then it goes on to the setting. And there's a plot. There's a real... real someone's done some work on this, I tell you. Yeah. Most pages do have like the entire game story there. Um, In fact, just a little side note. Go on. It actually says, this article's plot summary may be too long or excessively detailed. They want it improved. So there's too much detail for some. Jesus. Complaining. Very, very rarely are they too detailed, those things. I always spot things they miss. I was reading for a Resident Evil 2 one for whatever reason earlier, and I noticed there was bits missing, and I was like, how are they getting that wrong? <laughs> it's a pretty straightforward A to Z experience, but there you go. Um, I've had this game since Christmas. so What depend- have you got it on? Uh, Xbox One. It was, okay. a Christ- it was a Christmas gift, so no financial outlay. Uh, I started it February, so it did take a little while, because I've got a few other games over Christmas that I wanted to kind of get out of the way with first. And... 
like I said, it's it's depending on when you listen to this, it could be many months afterwards. But I'll get a little bit of inside baseball. I'll finish this kind of mid May. So I had it from January or, or December, late December, early January. Didn't start until February, and it took me till mid May to get it done. So it's not the fact the game was too big or overly big. It was one of those problems that sometimes occurs with these games that I wasn't really sucked into it. You know, Bloody hell. Just been doing dribs and drabs. Then I'd bench it for a few weeks. Like fucking street, Streets of Rage would come along. So that was a week out of the game playing that. It, it just Sometimes I just couldn't be bothered to play it. And it got left on the, on the back burner sometimes. And uh, I managed to finally sort of pull myself together and get, get it done with a final couple of pushes. Um, but like you said... Greed Falls is an action RPG game. Um, it feels to me like a historic Bioware game. Like okay. There has to be influences that they've taken from their games because it feels so much like Dragon Age Inquisition, for one, like which was very early generation game um, that, that Bioware put out, sort of before the wheels come off of Andromeda that everyone hated. Um, which that actually reminded me I wanted to look something up for Andromeda because I'll be interested to see what this score got on Open Creek and then what Andromeda got because I've got some opinions on that um, but this, this is, it's very similar it's trying to, it feels like it's trying to copy that formula um, but it's a very very light version of it like the, okay. the, the amount of corner cutting that spiders implement is quite jarring at times it, um, I'll, I'll get into some of the specifics later on but yeah it's My first question is, yeah. are you like a, an actual character character or do you create a character with a class? or? So you create a character, um, okay. but you are still, you're, you're called Desade, regardless of whatever character you tr- create. So you can't actually change anything mm. other than the looks, gender, you know, things like that. Okay. So it's one of those jobs where you don't build them from the ground up with a class necessarily. Um, you can you can decide whether you want to go down sort of four routes like magic, um, melee like hard hitting melee like a tank style, uh, ranged guns or like a bit more nimble like blades and 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 smaller sort of swords and things like that. So, what do you do with that? By the way, just a quick side note: like, do you do a bit of research? Because I can imagine your app's brain getting annoyed if you haven't picked the correct class like for the game or do you lean towards one and just go with it so now back in the day i would nearly always go for a melee focused character now i nearly always go for like ranged so in this case it was like guns or magic and i was like let's go with magic like if they're gonna let me fuck about with magic i'm gonna do that so it's actually i've simplified the process by just saying always want to do ranged mostly and then if there's magic there i'll take that Cool. So that's fair what, enough. That's kind of what I went for. Created my little little De, De Sade, you know, lookalike. He's a noble, so I wanted to make him look sort of like noble, like like a little bit of sideburns, like sort of slick back hair. He looked, he looked pretty cool. Didn't do anything crazy with him. Um, as you mentioned on the Wikipedia entry, it's set in a, a 17th century sort of world that's stylized in fantasy. So you've got magic, you've got monsters, all that good stuff. And De Sade is who you take control of. Um, he, if I, if I was to say to you that Desade is a legate, would you know what that is? No, I have no, no idea what a legate is. His name sounds a bit Dutch, so no, that's not thinking a... of like a Burkamp looking fella running around. No, no, no. legate's what he is. is his job title. A legate. 
No, I like he's a delivery guy, like runs things, errands and stuff. Not far off. It, uh, it's actually not a bad guess, I guess, because of legs and you've gone down. Yeah. It, sort of. <laughs> yeah, it, he's basically a diplomat for the noble faction that he's part of. So okay. Desade, who you take control of, is the legate for the merchant congregation. And, I mean, you can tell already that the, they really love their own law here. Like, I've never heard of a legger. Desade sounds like a ridiculous name. And then the faction, the noble faction, is called Merchant Congregation. Um, but long story short is that you're sent to an exotic, exotic island, Tier Thradi. I can never get that right. That's one thing I could never pick up. It's sort of, it was like learning a new language sometimes. Um, oh, yeah, I can see it here, yeah. But you're, you're sent off as, as a legger to... Um, with several objectives really one is to establish diplomatic relationships with the other foreign factions that have arrived on the island so there's like two maybe three others that have arrived I can't remember the names off the top of my head Um, establish diplomatic relations with the natives that live there like all these like high powered like posh like noble factions all rocking up and they're a bit like right what's going on here um and then probably the main reason why you're sent there is that there's actually like a blood plague that has ravaged the home continent that you live on naturally um and it's to go there and find a cure and i guess the idea is that because this is a nice exotic um island there could be a cure there that you could do it and okay i'm on board for this this sounds all right so far mate what's really interesting is that you're going to 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 greedfall without like a primary antagonist like do you know like let's just look at zelda like you rock up gandalf's there you know you've got to take him down but in this there's like there's no like evil entity that you need to to deal with that you need to rid the world of it just wants you to kind of establish relationships as you see fit with the factions. So if you don't like the factions, you can tell them to piss off and you get all that sort of decision-making yeah. um, without being like overbearing and distracting you with an evil force at play. And to me, this whole setup felt so much, so, so much more natural than many of the RPGs out there. It, yeah. it completely like liberates you from biased decision-making um and allows you to kind of just feel more in tune with the world and sit there and take your time doing the side quest because you want to perhaps build up a level of trust with one of the factions that you've taken a shine to so i'll go back to breath of the world like literally the game kicks off and it's like right gandalf's in that castle he's killing gandalf gandalf Gandalf, you're gonna get me out of it well whatever he's fucking there's too many why aren't there just one name for him like bowser it is ridiculous. Even Bowser, King Cooper, it's Nintendo, mate. They just chop and change, don't they? Translations, fax machines back in the day causing problems. Yeah, it's not ideal. I had Donkey Kong was meant to be called Monkey Kong, apparently. And Jesus, fuck. They yeah. fucked it and went, nah, just stick with it. Donkey Kong's all right. Monkey Kong would have been ten times worse. <laughs> I can't have that. Um, Sorry, go on. But yeah, so when you, when you like, uh, like, you've got a nice base of Greedfall... It sets up a nice foundation. Like, like I said, I'm using Breath of the Wild as an example because I think it's one of the most almost that we've, we've, we've spoken about on other podcasts. Like you can go and take him on at early doors. But what what having that evil bastard in that castle doing to, ah, uh, what's her name? I was going to call her Peach. Oh God, I'm going to get crucified. Um, Zelda. Zelda. Of course. It's in the Come title, on. you prat. Anyway, like having him there doing God knows what to her, like slowly killing her just created a, a sense of urgency to me 
and it made me feel bad for doing the side quests. Like, so I'm like, yeah. why am I running around like trying to secure like a property for myself when whatever his name is, Ganondorf is doing God knows what to Zelda. Like she's slowly dying. And if she dies, that's it. The whole world's wiped out and I'm fucking running around trying to get a little property. Cause I want to have a little rest now and again. It's a good point. And I think sometimes with these games, especially if you're not building from scratch, you kind of feel like there's a right way to play your character, yeah. like his personality, especially if it's a sequel. Yeah. And then also I had another point that I can't, think of but yeah i think that's one of the main sort of flaws with that but basically yeah. you're loving it then it's a good setup yeah and it's doing its own thing but i feel like there's a big well multiples of butts with this game for you so but it's a good start you're liking the setup yeah loving it yeah. like i'm loving the fact that my i'm just here to do my job which is to put out fires like all these diplomatic nightmares because someone's done this and you're like oh what'd you do that for solve problems create i guess fruitful relationships and then ultimately look to try and source a cure for this plague and who knows you might stumble across that in a side quest somewhere you might find that something interesting by doing that so in context undertaking all these quests doing all this stuff made total sense which i appreciate in a game that's relatively meaty in comparison yep. to like a, a straightforward sort of action game but these are the butts there are issues with with greedfall that just they tarnish the great foundation like the environments and buildings and interiors are shamelessly recycled and reused like it it doesn't matter which faction hq you're visiting in which city you go inside their hq building to sort of talk to their main person that's that you, you chat to and the layout is exactly the same jesus i'm not even sure they put different paintings on the wall they probably do but like you go forwards, then you go up the stairs, and then you go right, and that's the room. And it's the same for every single faction. Now, there's only, I think there's only three or two or three other ones, but still, I was like, right, that's that's not good enough. All the pubs, all the breweries are laid out the same. Same little bloke behind there as well. It doesn't matter what city you're in. And so that's, that's, that's something I can overlook. It kind of makes things easy, like when you're trying to get around because you know exactly where to go, even if you haven't been there before. But... They also fail just to put basic quality of life things into the game. Like, you're, you're doing a lot of dialogue with people in this. You're making decisions. You're talking to people in a way you'd want to and, and, and putting your own stamp on And is this like Witcher-based with, like, uh, dialogue trees and whatnot? That's it. Exactly the same. Okay, and yeah. Now, what the yeah. Witcher done, and what most RPGs will do, is that once you've gone down a particular dialogue tree... It will either remove it as an option because you've already gone through that. There's no point doing it again, or at least grey it out to show that you've you've done it. Like, okay, I've, exactly. I've spoken yeah. to them about the river. I don't need to ask about that. I'll, I'll ask about the house now, which is not greyed out. Um, not on greedful. Just sits there, like highlighted. <laughs> so if you visit someone and then come back a few hours later and they've got two options, you're like, did I talk to them about their father? I can't remember because it's not telling me. And you end up re- hearing off the same bollocks over and over again. It's just like, it's such a small, easy thing to remove and just add, like, just to make it easier for those that... Because I, I love the conversational parts of RPGs. I think that's what makes them what they are. And this just made it a chore. So that's annoying. Then you've got sloppy things, just like dialogue sentences will cut off before they're finished. Like You'll be listening to someone, it'll get to the last word, just go... Bup straight into the next bit and you're like right that's that's, Jesus. that's jarring there's bugs 
like when you're trying to follow someone, they get stuck on the environment. <laughs> like one guy was just walking into a rock. And I was like, mate, you're not going to get anywhere doing that. I had to run into him and like knock him out the way so he could get around the rock and I could follow him. And it's just like an overall scruffiness to the, to the world. It, it looks below average for today's standards. The world is dead. Like people are wandering around, but they don't feel anywhere close to being real. I'm thinking yeah. of like Red Dead, where it feels like proper, like these people are wandering around and actual humans that you can interact with. Animations all bang average, and then the gameplay and combat is very basic. I said I went for a magic character, and it gets rinse and repeat after a while. Not much of a challenge there, or much to upgrade. You get new powers that you can upgrade and gear and bits and pieces, but it's all number-based stuff, so it just makes you stronger in that sense. There's the tactical pause if you need to heal, things like that. And, you know, overall, that's, all that stuff just makes the game not very engaging, which is why I believe that I struggled to stay on board of it all the time. And, and it took, you know, three months, the best part of, to try and get through. Do you think if this game was released, sort of, I can't remember when the PlayStation came out, like mm. early 2014 maybe, if this comes out June 2014... Mm. Are you enjoying it, or is it fundamentally flawed, or is, it sounds dated to me? Yeah, I, I, I've, one of my notes I've wrote down, like just a little reminder, like it does feel like an early gen or last gen crossover yeah. game, just in terms of the way it looks, and then all these corners that I've mentioned they've cut. So yeah, I think I think it would have fared definitely a lot better had it had it come at a time that was earlier than it. But we've had, like we mentioned in our game of the decade, The Witcher Three. Uh, that's the benchmark now. You can't be. And to be honest, yeah, I role. played that. Sorry, I played that very recently, and that held up like in every way. Yeah, it did not feel like a game that was probably four years old when I played it. No, which is this is strange. I don't think this game had a particularly difficult um, like development cycle. It wasn't like it was announced like Last Guardian, where it was like, oh, it's coming. It didn't come to a generation or two later. Like it's just something they've been working on as their next project, and comes out like this. And I was like, Jesus. It's, it's a shame because I had this idea or this setup or this foundation kind of fall into the laps of like a peak Bioware or a developer or publisher that maybe could invest a bit more money into it, maybe bring on some more experienced people, then I really think it could have been a great game because it, it's, it does put a stake in the ground and say, we're going to be a little bit different here for most of the game and from the outset. Like, you're here to be a legate and a diplomat, not to... You know, defeat this evil that's running riot and ravaging the world. So it's a shame, really. That it it sounds like a way. missed opportunity, really, doesn't it? Yeah. And here's my major problem. Like, I'm, I've, I've got the open critic scores up for Greedfall. Got a 74, which is probably fair, I'd say. Yeah. I think that's fair. Like, good foundations, but let down by gameplay and other sloppy bits and pieces. I then go to Mass Effect Andromeda. This got a 72. Which, if you're giving that 74s to Greedfall, then Mass Effect needs to be higher than that, in my view. Like, Mass Effect's a classic case, Andromeda is, where the expectations killed it. Had it had it come in under the radar, like a Greedfall, it might have got a 75 or a 76. Yeah. But it had that expectation on it. It didn't deliver to, like, the 90s that people wanted. And I really feel like it was punished quite, diff- like, quite harshly on it. Like, the gameplay is far better in Mass Effect Andromeda. The, the the scruffiness you know, was there from day one because we saw it all in the in the videos and whatnot. But the scruffiness in Greedfall that just sort of gets glossed over 
And yeah, I feel a bit bad for Mass Effect in hindsight because gameplay-wise, they 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 nailed it and just got sloppy with it. But Greedfall sitting above it on Open Critic, so that's that's what will matter when people look at the record books. It's so subjective, isn't it? There's so much more. That, I mean, it shouldn't, but there's so much more to take into consideration when you look at that, those numbers on that screen. I'm looking at Wikipedia still and just scroll down to scores. It's pretty broad spectrum. You've got mm. GameSpot, 5 out of 10 <laughs> at one end. Yeah. IGN at the other end, 8.2 out of 10. Well, for Greedfall? Yeah. Nah, they're nutters over that IGN. That's mad. That can't be trusted, can it? Not really. That's why you come to Idle Game Chat. Exactly. You get it pulled apart and put back together, and then it'll just be a, a recommendation if it deserves it. But yeah, I will, I will, what about just... what about sequel though? Bigger budget. I don't <laughs> know if the story's got legs for a sequel, but mm. same team, bigger budget, more development time. Are you interested? Yeah, but only if it'll be one of those times where I've got nothing else on. Like I'm not going to rush out and buy Greedfall 2 if it appears on the shelves, put it that way. Like It's going to have to be, okay, there's like a gap in in the gaming market. I've got nothing to play. Oh, Greedfall 2's out. Should I play that now? And then I'll probably get it. But I wouldn't, it wouldn't be like being marked as like day one, need to get it and, and get through it. Definitely not. Got ya. Yeah. Bloody shame. But... No, it sounds like it can be improved. You know, like a bit like sort of, I mean, different game, but like original Assassin's Creed. There's a formula there. It can be worked on. It's not a travesty. It just needs no. refining a bit. Yeah, and no, I, I agree with that. It just it does need some TLC. It just needs to someone to go over it and go, right, why are you doing that at the conversation trees? Don't be lazy. Right, just sort that out so it makes it easy for people to play. And there is like... like you, gear and depth and like you can upgrade all your stuff there's all that stuff like a typical rpg would had but that was just not interesting either i don't know why that was like different outfits and whatnot i just wasn't that interested i just looked at the numbers and was like right that's better put that on so yeah i mean buildings and interiors looking the same you shouldn't be noticing that that should not be a point like in 2020 that should not be like a point of irritation that's no no and even like the it's like several zones that you can travel to they don't have they, don't, they feel very similar like, right it's not like one of those maps where you go to a different planet or different part of the the island and it's like fuck me this is the snow bit yeah it didn't feel like that at all it's all just like lush green sort of right. garbage and i was like right have i been here before yeah <laughs> it's just not yeah just sloppy in some places like it's fascinating really to see the corners they did cut to get what is quite an ambitious game out of these are these are taxing games, like because you've got there's companions that come along with you, so you can build relationships with them. You can do companion quests, obviously side quests, main quest. Like, it's got all the stuff that like a an action RPG would have these days, which is definitely not easy to come up with. And yet it feels like they just got to a point and was like, ah, can't be bothered to do that. Should we just, yep, yeah, just cut that and put it on there, and it's done. And then then what you get is greedful, where if you can get sucked into the story and just play it for that. Then you, you're golden, but if you when you start noticing these flaws, I think it takes the enjoyment out of it. So I may well have ruined it for some people that haven't haven't gone through it. 
But this is what I like now because I mean, sometimes obviously, if I'm talking to you and you're you're raving about a game, uh, you know, mm-hmm. the NBA, yeah. I'm, I'm, I kind of guess what you're going to go with. But can is this game recommendable? That's the question. So let's let's review it. Yeah. And uh, yeah, how do you place this on, on the new sort of thumbs up, thumbs down, thumbs in the middle yeah. situation? What are we going for? This is a classic game that had the potential to be. You know, for my genre, I love this genre of game. So really, it's got it's, the doors are open for two thumbs up for it if you can get it right. If you Correct. Can, if yep. you can produce the goods, then you, you're in there. I can't, like for example, I can't see myself ever recommending a fighting game as two thumbs up because it's just not my, you know, my favourite yeah, my bag. So, but these are I love these games. Um, but the, the the foundation setting, the 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 kind of diplomatic viewpoint they put on it, the the choices that you can make to have outcomes to favor what you want to do like it's all there which is good but it really is let down by some sloppiness and environments and gameplay and just structure of the game so i am going to just put thumbs in the middle sort of neutral like if you really are chasing an action rpg in 2020 haven't played the likes of the witcher haven't even played dragon age inquisition um this generation i'm sure there's other examples i'm totally forgetting haven't played mass effect andromeda sort of get that in there then there's better options out there but if you're yeah. if you're if you're into this genre and you you like them and you like the sound of greedfall you can overlook the shortcomings then you know you're not going to do much harm by, by by chucking this on the backlog and going through it so yeah neutral thumbs in the middle fair enough yeah well your turn now gta online not called GTA 5 online. It's literally just called GTA Online, which is a bit mad. Makes you wonder when GTA 6 is going to come out. We'll just be the same carried over again. <laughs> but you, this is no longer available on Game Pass, but you were playing this, I understand, with with friends um, via Game Pass, running through those, um, those heists that are there and, and generally just causing carnage. Like, this is a last-gen game released in 2013, what are we doing in 2020 giving GTA Online the time of day? I've been hearing that you have to pay to win all this stuff and I need you to clear up all this mess whether someone from ground zero can make a criminal enterprise without paying out through the nose with shark cars and real money. Yeah, 100%. I've got no interest in any of that. I literally, a couple of mates were like getting back into gaming. Yeah. I think the last game they played was like Call of Duty and GTA so that's what they went down. I yeah. fired up Game Pass there. It was sitting there. Annoyed me because they took it off, so I had to buy it. So, oh, you bought it, though? I had to buy it. 22 quid for a game that's six years old in the end. That really annoyed me. And then we stopped playing lately, so I'm like, well, nah. it's not a good return on investment, is it? Could have got, could have got Red Dead. But no, in terms of like, if you've ne- I've never touched the online on GTA 5, so I came in completely new on a console that I've never even had online before this. Okay. My Xbox One all digital black friday deal from tesco's tesco again yeah previous episodes and then now that went in there at five in the morning think it's gonna be sold out they had boxes of them it's not right (laughs) again tom's getting caught out of those midnight releases pointless it's silly because sometimes the stuff that you think oh it's fine if i just go and get it on my lunch is gone you're like what yeah you can you can get costed and those black fridays you never know what's going on no no how much was it out of chance like the the all digital Xbox One. Do, Do you know what? I can't. I might be lying. I could Google it. I'm not going to. Would you mean on Black Friday though? Yeah. I think it was eighty nine ninety nine. Came what? with three games. Yeah, eighty nine ninety nine. Got me the console, um, all digital, one controller, 
got me Sea of Thieves, Minecraft, and something else. But they're all games that are essentially on Game Pass, basically. Course, but, yeah. <laughs> but, you know, whatever. And at the time, I was like, yeah, it's fine. It's With the Game Pass, though, I had no idea how good that was. No. So, yeah. It's been brilliant. And then, yeah, this game has sort of been uh, weirdly a bit of a highlight because it's got me like back into like online gaming one, like spending time with like mates. You know, I guess like a lot of people in lockdown, I've sort of reconnected with some people I hadn't spoke to in a while. And we sort of muck around on this most nights now. Um, Heists, completely missed this. I remember you guys talking about it, actually, you and some of the other Dimp boys. They're so much fun, man. I mean, they can be frustrating. They're actually harder than I expected. Um and like, if you're the one costing your team, you do feel like a massive plonker, really. Especially when people can't. It was obviously, I guess you know, like it'll have two of you doing one thing, or even like sometimes it'll break you up three ways. Yeah. So like, often half the team can't see what you're up against, and it seems like sometimes one one part of the gang get a sort of short end of the stick and get right snarled up. Yeah, there's some shit. There's definitely some shit teams to be on, like in terms of how hard it is compared to like. And there's one where they're just flying around for most of it, and you're like on the ground, like having to wipe out this whole prison. You're like, hang on. Yeah, I done that when I was in the prison. Yeah, cool. And also, there's another one. I don't know if you remember it. You have to like a couple of you are clearing out like a lab and in the end you have to jump into some water and swim. Yeah. And basically we were missing the bit where it was telling us to put on like a breathing apparatus. So I was just going underwater drowning. <laughs> we sort of done that three times. And it's like, cause we was all talking, everyone's yelling yeah, at each yeah. other. It's like, it's pretty, they don't sort of like, like, like bring it up, like to make it obvious. And I'm like, what is going on here? I had to Google it. I was like, for fuck's sake, Boyd, we just need to press left on the D pad. That's it. No one else is doing that, though, but it's so much fun. And then we've also got into, like, if we can't get four of us for the heist, if there's three of us or we just can't be asked, yeah. we'll just jump on, do a bit of racing. Oh, yeah. I think you said yeah. this in the um, Game of the Generation. It's quite a competent racer. Again, you don't – yeah, you don't need – again, this is where you might think you might need to pay to win and stuff because I know you can race with your own cars. Mm. But all the tracks have, like, a style, like, off-road, motorbikes, like, supercars, you name it, or, you know – whatever and all the, you you can certainly win with the cars they give you and make available um i mean people are little fuckers on it like you see the people who kind of fuck up lap one they'll wait around and try and knock you off the track lap two three and four really sort of annoy you mm. but it just adds to the fun it becomes more like mario kart than something like forza or something but yeah really good and then the third sort of like prong to this is just causing carnage jumping onto an online game yeah trying to get a five-star rate in the classic gta like life and then or i don't know if you've seen this i'm guessing you have like right up to date now there's this thing going on where people are picking a side like these little alien suits purple or green or green or blue right and then you're just going around with like melee weapons baseball bat is the weapon of choice just finding like a little fella on his own and just beating 10 bells out of him what an online fella like a random little lineman. yeah have you not seen it it's uh, become massive christ and it's not yeah, like so something they've is this something they've put in the game and encouraged or people just sort of made it up and gone right blue aliens and green it, aliens or as far as i know it's that like a saint went up on reddit like some <laughs> bloke sort of well like it was from the it's from the sort of vigilante's point of view like yeah. four blokes in these like orange onesies like dressed as aliens pull up in a van see some bloke like trying to get a prosy or something and they just get out of the van <laughs> kick the shit out of him kill him and just drive off so is it ra- are they random attacks or are they trying to like under the guise that they're doing good yeah no they're targeted attacks like if you're on your own now so now it's become a whole thing you buy your suit you pick your side oh, and okay. then it's like yeah like greens versus blues or whatever and you go around and you 
take on those those other sides like it's just you know it's something that's just come up organically in the game the game was never designed this way apparently they've even had like the ultimate battle now you know like so they've, they've arranged events at the airport at a certain time you log onto a server and it's like the final battle but they mm. just do it again the next night so <laughs> to think stuff like that's happening like so far after release like and it's not you know it's sort of not breaking the game but you know it's never designed to be this way no i think so good so good yeah but well, you played a t- did you play a tiny bit of red dead online like no never so touched it, it oh you didn't touch it at all no i was wondering why because you, you played through the campaign that why that didn't appeal to you and that why you perhaps think that red dead online it's still got a strong community but GTA is just still the, the king and the daddy and it's got you coming back after going through Red Dead 2 which has a lot of upgrades in terms of gameplay that you can play and you, but you're still going back to last gen GTA 5 it's true uh, do you know what? I can't really speak on it because I haven't played it but I imagine it's just like the I, you just obviously can't the, the setting in my head at least fucking Mandalorian in it isn't it what it's called what's that car called out of Back to the Future Oh, yeah, yeah, it's got that in it, the DeLorean, Batmobiles in it now, roaring around, yeah. all sorts going, people flying in jet. You can't do I, that in the Wild West. Exactly. Like To be honest, I saw my nephew doing this once, and I was like, that looks ridiculous. Like I've got no interest in that. It's too much going on. But when you actually play it, mm. it's not really like that. It's just one or two people have like, got crazy levels, and they are literally like, flying through the city, yeah. dropping bombs on people. But, yeah, going to what you just said then, I think, in my head at least, that's the difference. You can't, yeah. you know, fire a rocket launcher at a helicopter with three of your mates in one parachutes off and it gets caught up in the blades of a helicopter below him. Yeah. Like that's a regular occurrence on GTA. When in the Wild West, I know you can like hogtie people and stick them on the train tracks, also loads of fun. <laughs> but it's just by definition and setting, it's a slower experience. Yeah. Um, I don't know what you can get up to as much, but I just think GTA's always had that carnage factor that people like it's one of those games, isn't it? Along with like FIFA, Call of Duty, like that just non gamers will play and enjoy it. Yeah. And it's the most gamey of those games, really. Absolutely. And I think it appeals this is what we were saying. There's not many games that appeal across like factions, factions like age like demographics, mm. hardcore like casual gamers everyone knows gta probably everyone's played it and probably yeah. everyone's had some fun on it yeah no i agree with all that um going back to your black friday deal done a bit of research go uh, tesco was mm-hmm. selling it for according to this 109 cool see i'm right? not brain that's that is, it could be yeah the tom brain probably just deducts everything i'll probably <laughs> lied to sarah and said yeah yeah you had to take 20 quid off it just yeah to... sort of knock that down yeah that sounds right and it's still a pretty good deal i guess oh yeah absolutely especially if you've got game pass of it and you don't need to have the dish tray you, you're kind of laughing there it annoys me though because we had this conversation like i'm definitely a physical man it feels weird to have an all digital console but mm. actually doesn't bother me at all with this weirdly so maybe mm. i am ready for that new life i'm sure i've said it plenty of times sort of drop the seeds or the hints i am seriously considering going digital for next gen even though we've both just confirmed we've ordered last of us two physical that's all fine that's done we've already got those in our hands that's fine but next gen like fresh start keep like this gen is like the last bastion of physical and then just walk away from it all like ghost of tsushima will sort of be the, the swan song for me i think in terms of physical and then get on the digital train it does i mean 
there's no reason not to. I don't know why I'm a holdout on this. I would never it's, buy it. Genuinely, it's more expensive. In 20 years, I don't think. No. Oh, yeah, it is. But the convenience, you are... Yeah. It, that doesn't make much sense, does it? The fact you're not owning anything, there's no resale, and you're still paying like an extra 7 8% on yeah. top for the convenience. But it is the convenience, I guess. Yeah. One, one problem I've noticed throughout the generation is that I would... I'd finish a game, think, yep, done with that, trade it in, thank you. And then later on, there'd be like DLC. Yeah. Or I'd think, oh, you know what, I fancy running through again that game. And then I'd look and go, nah, you traded it in for 12 quid, you prat. So you haven't got it anymore. <laughs> Whereas at least if you've got it digitally, as long as they don't shut all the servers down and con everyone, like I could just download it again and then do, and then I wouldn't feel like I'd lost out. Like I've had to rebuy games. <laughs> I've, I've bought yeah, I've, I have control or rebuy because yeah. I wanted to. I thought, oh, actually, no, I quite like a game. I'll, maybe I'll play it again. And there's like a DLC pack coming. Uh, I've definitely rebought stuff and been worse off for doing it. Like if I just got it digitally and sat there on it and gone right, it's fine. So it's it's. Uh, there is a fair argument for it for sure. Yeah, I, I, I tend to agree with that. And it's not just about getting up and putting the disc in and whatnot, but that is a pain as well, having to to get that. But. GTA Online's even doing all those those sort of three or four pronged approaches. Have you done all the heists? Do you know which what your latest heist is? Because they no, kind of released only... like one batch, and then I remember there's like a second batch which were a little bit more complex. Like you needed a club or a or a corporate business or something to sort of set up like the submissions. Um, and then they've I think they've done a casino one which I've not got to at all. Yeah, exactly. I think that's now the sort of the the main one. That the last one now is the casino. No, no, we're only we've only done two. We're like. I think we've just started the third one so we're actually taking our because i feel like there's so much to do do you know yeah. what i will say one hindrance on this it is a fucking slug trying to get you all together actually make the online oh, work yeah. a lot of crashes yeah takes like sometimes it can take 20 minutes to get everyone in the same game yes. and yes. someone's having like connectivity problems like you and i've done a lot like this isn't wakering internet like i've had a look and like every problem I've ever had or one of my mates has had is something that millions of other people have complained no, about. It's that shell internet. It's not I think cut. at times it's almost <laughs> I feel like at times this this online has almost been unplayable for some people. Yeah. Like people have had real problems with it. So that is an issue for sure. Like Yeah, I mean like when we was doing our game of the decade like deliberations in whatsapp that was the, that was a in hindsight it's an easy flaw because you're right yeah. the connection and just trying to get four of you into just a match or matchmaking into a heist for whatever reason takes forever yeah and if, and if it's I mean, not some fucker just not accepted the invite which is a total user error like but genuinely the whole system's slow and unreliable i find yeah, and like sometimes you'll finish like a part of a heist, and one of you will end up in a different server, and you're like, "Why has that happened?" Yeah, or it boots you what, out, you, and, yeah, yeah, or you go back to the game, like the main story, back in that bank vault, and you're like, "What's going on? Why am I back here? Where are you?" And it's like, well, "I'm in a race." It's like, "What's happened there?" Like, yeah, it can be real. It can be a real headache. You know, sometimes, honestly, we all get there. We're like, we've been online for 27 minutes. We're not actually in a game yet. It takes like, forever to load as well, doesn't it? Like, yeah, oh, mate, like yeah, it's a good like, above five that city, minutes. You're like, what is this? <laughs> Yeah, that is a that is a downside to it for sure. Like, I mean, the fact that it does go to show how because I, I get frustrated with games now and like slowness and you know you were saying about Resident Evil the other day. If I played that original one, just that door loading thing would oh, probably piss me yeah. off in reality. Yeah. So the fact that this is a slug and I still like wait queue up to play it does show how much it is. It is a, such a great game still. Yeah. Jesus H Christ, what's going on Jesus, in, in right, that's 
that's the uh, that's the work laptop down so well, sign off for the day that's it one one last question yeah just, i mean there's hopefully there's no liquid sort of leaking no he was finished mugs good starbucks so quality there that's, excellent that's... any interest in going back to the campaign at all for gta 5 i know you've gone through it once before but would you be considering going well, let's have a look and just see what trevor and michael and franklin can get up to um, or is it just like, nope, online or nothing, not interested? Online or nothing. I, do you know what? I'd like to go back and do Red Dead 2 and take my oh. time and side quest it all, do what my mate Apps did and go off into the wild for two weeks and hunt boar. <laughs> like, that's the one for me because that was like, GTA feels like, you know, you can do it faster. It's it's, yeah. it's, a, it's a mental ride. Whereas I feel like Red Dead's the one where I want to go back into that world and really soak it all up. Yeah. I would not. They such. Oh, I love doing that. Literally spent weeks away from the camp, just sort of reflecting um, <laughs> on my life with Arthur. And I shaved his head, gave him a clean shave, and everything. He come back looking in the right state, all grubby, dirty bastard. But I came bringing the goods. I bought him some boar and some deer and a little few rabbits, and the camp were happy. So, yeah, it's it's not a game really. You want to you kind of get engrossed in. It. It's a much more uh, cheesy, flashy game, but. I'm interested. In, I've got it on PC now because of that Epic Game Store, which I know people hate Epic because they're like, oh, they're buying all the buying PC exclusivity. It should be an open platform. And I'm like, yeah, but they've just given me like 80 games, and I'll, I won't play 78 of them. But the two that I might play, I, I wouldn't have paid for, and now I've got them and I can play them. They're in my library, so I'll give them a little thumbs exactly. up. For did that. you ever? I don't know if you did. I, I can't remember. I know we had this conversation years ago. Did you go back and play it in the first person mode? No. Yeah, so I had like, it on. Did you play through the campaign, or? Yeah, so I had it on Xbox 360 when it originally came out. Crashed through it on that. Didn't have first person then. Um, no, that's right. Yeah. Then made on the, the the PS4 and Xbox One releases, they added it as like a little feature. And yeah, that second playthrough, I did first person. And yeah, it's interesting to play a game of that scale in first person and see the carnage yeah. unfold like as and when you are difficult driving like that's i think i actually had to change the third person sod, yeah it's just a pain and interestingly red dead redemption 2 has first person didn't even bother with it weren't interested so it obviously didn't have that lasting effect on me <laughs> um would you give i mean we'll talk about just gta online you've jumped back in like there's sales going on you can probably get the game for 20 25 quid would you what sort of thumbs up rating or thumbs down or thumbs in the middle would you give gta online if someone was like oh 2020 i've got four mates and we're all sort of interested but it's an old game it might be a bit slow network issues uh, what sort of recommendation are you going to give them to see if they should go out and get it now yeah, I'm going to give it two thumbs up. Yeah. I'd say, I'm, I'm guessing most people have a copy in their house already. So if you can, <laughs> should have. a couple of mates, like you, you'd think so, wouldn't you? If you haven't if got not, this game, I mean, then it's your own fault. You shouldn't be having to buy it in 2020 exactly. again. Somewhere, somewhere. And I got caught out because uh, it go. took it off Game excuse. Pass. I wanted to play that night, yeah. so I had to buy it digitally, and they sort of pulled my pants down there. But I'm guessing you can get it super cheap from, you know, secondhand or whatever if you shop around. So, if yeah, if you just fancy knocking around in this world again, you'd probably pick it up for 10 or 15 quid or PC Epic now for uh, Both sales. That's gone. That was only for a week, so full price. Oh, really? Yes, yeah, it's, it's the limited time. Once, right, okay. once, once you activate the the bot the purchase it's like a, it's like the games of the month that you get games yeah of gold. yeah, yeah. Like you, you get those put it in your days. library 
that's it and then you've got it but if you it's a week yeah. on epic get one week to, got to go with that but yeah it is a great game I've, I've been tempted to run through the campaign again on on the pc play it at like a higher frame rate and see if it still holds up and whatnot but busy busy time at the moment there's all sorts of games lurking out there for people to be playing so it's definitely a project that's on the back burner but pleased to hear you're enjoying gta online because it's it, it's overlooked by some people just hate online and you're not really a big online player and it's interesting to see that nah, kind of got your hooks all, in. a lovely like little co-op experience with you mate like causes absolute anarchy within the group of your friends like everyone almost like hates each other during those heists when it all goes wrong and you've tried it for the fourth time but when you finally all come together and get the heist done it's a great feeling with your your team but I still think there's going to be some underlying issues between you and Boyd and that breathing mechanic they'll be like right that was your fault (laughs) sort of not listening but um, yeah great game brings up some great memories and if you've just give it a go if you've got hold of it it's it's definitely worthwhile I think that's it for another episode of Idle Game Chat so we will see you back here next Monday again providing it's not a bank holiday and um Yeah, we'll thank you very much for your time now and then we'll say ta-da. This was a Dimp Digital production.